And welcome back. This is my kid watches on, on TV. See, I <laughs> what is it? Kid watches. They can watch it anywhere. They don't have to watch it on your phone, on your tablet, <laughs> on the back of a bus. I don't care. They, they watch it. At, it's crap. At, at this point, I think we're just going to add it to the title. Because <laughs> yeah, right. we watch it on the computer a lot. We watch a lot of Dinosaur Train on the computer. Right. Truths. Shit my kid watches on some kind of screen somewhere. Yep. Basically every every tablet, phone, computer is a TV. It's a tiny TV. It's fun. And our TVs are now smart TVs, so we can ju- just we should just tablet. we just should just call every piece of electronic thing with a screen the same thing. Get rid of this distinction between computer and phone and tablet and TV and just call them all one thing. Time wasters. Yes, that would probably be it. <laughs> Procrastination <laughs> helpers. What was what was what were the screen things called in night? What was, it wasn't nineteen eighty four. It's Fahrenheit four four fifty one, where they were oh. like they have the screens that have their family quote unquote. High school when I read that, so it was like <laughs> two was... years ago, and I don't remember. <laughs> well, I think if we can if we can start calling all of our screen things something from nineteen uh, Fahrenheit <laughs> shit Fahrenheit four fifty one yeah you know that book I think that it would start the world in a much darker much more fun path so fun. yeah speaking of dark and fun we're doing scandals this episode yes yeah this this is a bit of a side a side episode tangential thought thought here scandals Tangent- from ch- mm-hmm. From children's TV. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, it, tie, it ties in a little bit because of the whole Blippi. And Stevie Grossman, yeah. We just wanted to see how many other TV hosts, kids TV hosts, we could find that had scandals attached to them. And we were, it sounds like we were uh, greatly disappointed with our findings. I was, yes. <laughs> I think Stevie Grossman uh, is... Probably the most scandalous thing that we've talked about so far, uh, and, and that we will talk about on on this episode. Uh, I don't know what other things y'all have, but like the Pee Wee Herman thing that we've mentioned, we've we've already kind of passed the judgment on that. Is like, well, he 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 was in an adult theater. Like, that's <laughs> that's the reason they had those franchises around. So. It's not like it's not it's not as scandalous of as as if he had gone to like a school playground and exposed himself to children. That, he was yes. he was he was in an a place, adult he being was, an adult in an adult place. Yes, <laughs> it is true that it was technically at the time a crime. It may still be a crime, but it it like honestly, if you're gonna have porn theaters, that you shouldn't criminalize people doing that because that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's right. It would. It feels like you would. It feels like if you had like. A marijuana bar, and then arrested people for smoking marijuana. Right. But like, what, 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 what were you thinking? Why are you allowing this profession to exist if you're gonna get pissed at people for utilizing it? I don't. Anyway. Agreed. Right. When you said marijuana bar, I thought you were talking like a cereal bar, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Which that, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. if we legalize it, I think one, but... that's that's patent pending. 
uh, TM, whatever. TM, we're, we're gonna, Shit My that's Kid Watches. Shit My Kid Watches Marijuana Cereal Bar. For it when you wake up and you just better. can't. Yes. <laughs> when you have to sit in front of the screen and watch the same shit your kid is watching, this will help. Yeah. Or make yeah. it way weirder. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, yeah, I can't, I don't think I I can't find what high. the screens are called in Fahrenheit 451. I've been trying for the last five minutes, and I can't do it. I'm so sorry. So we'll have to just move on, I guess, and do a, a podcast. <laughs> Guys, we're going to have to do what we came here to do. I guess so. No, no turning back now. Well, does anyone have anything interesting that they want to share about, like, that their kid did this week or funny stuff? Well, I, we we did have one kind of big thing. I forget if it was exactly this week, or it's within the last seven days. So my kid is not even two yet. We kind of uh, we were hesitant to call him a toddler, but he absolutely is one. And I think it became official this last week because he got his first skinned knee. He was at the playground. He was running around, fell down, skinned his knee, and I was like, "This dude's a toddler." That is. First of many, many skin days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, something that I didn't uh, realize was a thing that when you go into your pediatrician's office, one of the things they're trying to look for, of course, is, is child abuse. But, and, and so, you know, I go in, this is my first kid. She's just learned to walk. I'm going in, I'm trying to explain, like, oh, she's got, you know, she fell. Uh, while she was running, and she, she's got some scra- uh, scraped up knees, and, uh, you know, she's got a bruise on her elbow. And I'm, like, trying to, you know, make it apparent Cover. that she did this to herself, <laughs> basically. And the doctor was like, no, no, it's it's cool. Like, this is this is how we know that they're starting to walk, so no worries. <laughs> she basically <laughs> had to tell me, calm down. This is actually one of the good signs that we yeah. know they're progressing properly. These are okay boo-boos. Oh, uh, so um, along along that line, he didn't get another boo boo. But one one of the things he did uh, also in this last week was he got a hold of a marker, and it wasn't a permanent marker; it was one that he can color with. But he colored all over his hand, all over the back of his hand, with <laughs> like this purple or blue. It was a really dark color, mm-hmm. and then apparently he rubbed his eye, like when he was no! tired. And so I was sitting there going. Holy crap, it looks like I punched you in the face. <laughs> and like, I know I didn't, so I'm cool with it. It's possible. But then... I know we, I didn't. We went, on a, we went on a walk, and he's in his stroller, and we're walking past these people, and I'm like, oh shit, what if they see... Th- like, what if they're like, holy shit, I'm calling the cops on that guy. Um, so that was... That is the culture that we live in. Right yeah, now. for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, it, it really stuff. did. My kid's given him a black eye twice. <laughs> My kid hasn't yet, thank God. But uh, <laughs> it it really did look like I decked him. Like, it was all there but the <laughs> swelling. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, man. I'm I'm glad that <laughs> nobody called on you. <laughs> no. Because it probably would have been me. I've been like, uh, this man just walked by. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he fucked his toddler up man i don't know <laughs> you need to come check it out oh, no. yeah whenever millie screams bloody murder in the neighborhood just either she has fallen and hurt herself or you know she doesn't want to come inside i always get really nervous and i'm like be cool millie just be cool <laughs> they're gonna call the cops 
I'm just waiting for people to come out of their, you know, out of their houses like, what is going on? See, Bad mother alert. That has, that has the levity about it. I'm like, oh, this again. Cool. All right. This yep. is ridiculous. And I start laughing, which is probably not the most appropriate response. Sometimes it's all you can do. <laughs> Sometimes when they're screaming about you cutting their burrito in half. Uh, so this week, my kid told me he has gone, he's three and he has tr- opinions about things and he's been eating these burritos I make for him for lunch, you know, off and on for a while. And I usually cut them into four pieces and he decided he didn't want them cut into four pieces a while ago, but he didn't tell me. And so I would like cut it and then I'd get screamed at and I kind of, I didn't feel bad about that. I'd be like, dude, I'm sorry, but next time maybe tell me ahead of time. Well, this week he told me ahead of time. He said, Mom, I want a whole burrito. And I was like, okay, I won't cut it. And then, y'all, I forgot. (laughs) And I got that burrito. (laughs) My kid turned purple. (laughs) My kid turned purple. It was awful. I was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It was... Did you say it just had. like that while you were laughing? <laughs> I actually didn't laugh at the time, but I did kind of smile a little. I just, I have a lot of levity about the screaming and crying over silliness. But I did feel bad because I had told him I wouldn't cut it, and then I did cut it. He ate it anyway. It's all good. But... Good. At least it didn't end up on the floor. Right. I, there was a moment where I was deeply considering scraping the insides of the burrito into a new burrito wrap. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> like extra, Jennifer. He turned purple, and it was my fault. Like, any other time he screams about me cutting the burrito, I'm like, you should have told me ahead of time. But this time he did. <laughs> I messed up. I done messed up. People make mistakes. He'll learn that it's sooner true. or later. We had a nice long conversation about how mommies make mistakes, too. There you go. Oh, man. Okay, so my kid had her first in-person birthday party this past weekend. <gasps> it was exciting. wild. It was surreal. There were just, you know, like, a few people there Uh, but this is the first time she's been around more than one other child in over a year and we uh we had a lot of fun but the funny story I have is that prior to the birthday party I had her sit down and make a card for the little girl who was turning three and so she's coloring and I'm asking her at this point like what are you uh what are you drawing here tell me a little bit about what you're drawing so that I can write it down so people know what her pictures are. And she's explaining to me, oh, this is a butterfly, this is a bear, this is a bear in a cave, here's a starfish on a sidewalk, it's dead. (laughs) (laughs) You put that in the card? And I put that in the card, because that's what she said, and I don't want to censor her. (laughs) Right. So I was like, okay, we can let that one slide. You know, like one dead thing, okay. So uh, then we go over here, here's a really tall family, here's the sun, here's a mole, it's dead. <laughs> Here's another mole. It's not dead. <laughs> like, we just kind of got into this death spiral. Um, oh, so, wow. yeah. So, we didn't give that card to the little girl. <laughs> we're we're going to save it <laughs> for a rainy day. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be. That's a, that's a keeper right there. That's you don't want to just be yeah. giving, her, giving it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my I God. I might frame it. But it was it was pretty great, and I did share it with the. Does she uh, even understand the concept of death, or does she just like know so, the word and? Yes and no. She knows that dead means something's not moving. 
Uh, she knows that dead means maybe that thing might get eaten. <laughs> because we <laughs> because we find dead worms on our sidewalk. You know, that's where it started. It was like, oh, that's that's a dead worm. And I just can't. I don't have it in my heart to, like, lie to her about the condition the, the animal is in or whatever. So I think it's going to be harder when it's people. But, like, so far yeah. it's just been animals. And we've run across. We take a lot of walks and we've run across like you know a, a dead a dead possum which was not fun <laughs> so i've had to explain you know like oh that's you know <laughs> that's a dead possum it it didn't make it <laughs> and and, and so i think she it probably smells right yeah and then we we find a different route but but then she, the worst part is she'll create these backstories. Like, it was probably just trying to go home. <laughs> and I'm, so by the time we finish our walks, I'm, like, sobbing. Man, your little girl is dark. I love it. <laughs> she's, she's the best. But, yeah, so, so it was a fun birthday party. <laughs> Gosh. I, I really want her to turn into, like, what what's the girl's name? Like, I think it's, like, Friday from... Wednesday, Adam. Wednesday, yes. Day. Wednesday, Adam. She's on John. her way. <laughs> yeah. She's though. on her way. Wednesday's she like just needs a little brother to electrocute <laughs> and she'll be there. <laughs> maybe maybe Alex can can be that little brother. Ten stand in. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be a relation. <laughs> Someone to torture. Yeah, I really don't want my child to become a serial killer. So. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think all toddlers are a little bit, like, drunk so Almost sociopaths. There. I mean, mm-hmm. they grow out of it. They develop empathy and that kind of thing. But, boy, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think, that, I think that makes sense. I mean, from the very first part of their life, they have no concept of anything but themselves, really. Oh, um, right, yeah. And their own needs and feelings and... Mm-hmm. I mean, and you think about it, like, the the world's a terrifying place. It's a wonder that we ever grow out of that. Yeah. <laughs> because, Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. thinking, podcast thinking. podcast took a dark turn. Well, yeah. get, well this here's... is supposed to be the dark episode. We're talking about children's show scandals. Or at least we yeah. will be at some point. That's true. Hopefully. That's true. It all ties in. People Listen, are the worst and everybody's awful. Right. Some parenting tips. Don't feel bad if you think your kid's kind of developing into a sociopath. Mine bit me once and said I tasted delectable. So He, he used the word delectable? He used the word. He bit me on the shoulder and leans back and grins really big and goes, delectable. And I was like, oh my God. Crap. Where did you pick that up? But then like a month later, we were reading this book about a giraffe who doesn't like his long neck. And in it, there's a turtle that says delectable about a banana. And I was like, that's where you got the word. I'm a little less freaked out now, but I was real freaked out for a minute. Yeah, because that's some Silence of the Lamb Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) Right. So parents, your kid's probably okay. Mine's a serial killer, but your kid's probably fine. Yes. I don't know if I have any parenting tips this week other than uh, just... (laughs) Just, you know, be real with your kids. Don't underestimate their ability to understand things. So if something's dead, <laughs> yeah, just talk to them about it. <laughs> it's going to be weird. They're going to find out at some point. <laughs> and then let them draw dead animals in birthday cards. Don't get weird about it. <laughs> let them 
parenting tip, I guess, would be like parents just just don't go, don't be hard on yourselves, <laughs> don't be hard on your kids, <laughs> either. But like, don't be hard on yourselves. Like nobody nobody really knows what they're doing. Yeah. We're just trying to do our best, and that's all that we should. We should always just strive to be better, and that's what mm-hmm. we're that's what we're shooting for. Nobody's but perfect. You better not cut that burrito in half. Yeah, if you cut the burrito yeah. in half, you're already <laughs> you're a bad parent. You're <laughs> just give it up. Give Zero it out up. of five would not recommend this parent. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm re-editing my advice to don't don't be hard on yourself unless you cut a burrito in half. Then feel free to be as hard as you want on yourself. It's true. true. He turned purple, guys. (laughs) He's very upset, and I can't blame him. Anyway, so that's my scandal of the week. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I'm going to get stuff a, a kid's show or that's, something. That's too dark for this episode, Jennifer. It's too damn <laughs> no, dark. Right. No. It's like a legitimate actual scandal that would upset a child. <laughs> anyway. Breaking <laughs> news, Aiden says. <laughs> Mom's a bitch. For <laughs> 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 real. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Okay, I just have to share this real quick. My kid has started saying, oh my fuck. I have no idea where he's getting it from. <laughs> I don't. I, Yes, I have on occasion let the occasional shit slip in front of him. I don't say the F word in front of my kid. But even if I did, I don't say, oh, my fuck. So I don't know where my kid's getting this. <laughs> I'm very excited about this development. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm like, I'm like, what is he actually meaning? Because it's got to be something else. Like, because it doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know. Uh, more, I will update you guys when I figure it out or not, because I may never figure it out. <laughs> Have him draw it, and it's a uh, it's picture of mommy with a, a <laughs> with text bubble coming out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I got the burrito. <laughs> there you go. Well, and, I've, okay, I, I've mentioned that oh. I'm trying to raise uh, my kid to be bilingual, so I think I just need to swear in German all the time around him, and people people get the gist, mm-hmm. but they won't find it offensive. So that'll right. be fine. So, uh, okay, is the German for shit Scheiße? Yeah. Okay, that's all. That's what I say all the time in front of Millie. Well, that's like their number one go-to People swear word. That like that's and it's like it's vulgar, but it's not super offensive. Like right. But it's it's weird and it's weird that it's got its own like degrees of vulgarity. Like you can <laughs> say it and it's pretty much harmless, and then there are other ways that you can say it and it's basically the f word. Uh, so it all depends on context. Yeah, it does. It's it's a very versatile word. In another side episode, we might explore the versatility of German curse words. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> a whole episode of uh, of kids TV shows that accidentally had the host curse or <laughs> the character curse. I mean, Little Mermaid. I think y'all. that's the. Okay, sorry. Yeah. That's a different sector of the internet. Which is behaving badly. <clears throat> well, so anybody have any current affairs? Anything in the news that's interesting this week? Me. I do. No, I don't. I found, well, I was looking for current affairs uh, relating to kids' TV, and I didn't find a whole lot. But I did see that Peloton is having kind of a bad PR moment. Because it's come out that there have been 
what about, I think there's a complaint that said there's like 39 accidents involving children and pets or something like that. And 23, well, okay, so there are 39 accidents involving the Peloton, and it's the tread, the one where it's like the running one. I don't really know that much about the exercise equipment, as you can tell, but so it's the one that you run on, and 23 of those accidents involved uh, animals. One involved a child dying. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's because they get stuck on, like, you know, the tread uh, rotates real fast, and so something gets stuck under there. It's gone, and I, I think what happened is maybe a kid reached under it, or you know something happened and it just wasn't a good situation. And then one one pet, I don't know if the pet died or what, but there there was one accident that involved an, an animal. So just be careful if you've got a Peloton. Make sure that your kids are not in there when it's in use. Uh, make sure they can't turn it on. Uh, probably just don't let them be in there unsupervised in general. Dark news for this podcast. This is the (laughs) darkest episode we've done yet. Right. I should have uh, adjusted my intro. You can afford a lock for the door to the room it's in. Amen. Yes. Just lock your door. (laughs) Lock it. Just know now. Just don't let your child go into that wing of your mansion, okay? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just looked at the prizes. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, they're pretty astronomically. Guys, you know, there's... Ground outside where you can run. I don't want to. I don't want to. And know, it doesn't kill your all, child. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it could. I don't want to poo-poo all over your money <laughs> spending true. habits, but for real, there's there are parks that don't cost five thousand dollars. But you know, there are some people who are better off to run on a treadmill or inside for health reasons. That's, that's probably fine, true. But, that's true. But I'm just yeah. saying, lock, lock the room that it's in or whatever if you can, because come on now. Well, yeah, and like that's treadmills true. aren't a toy anyway. Like. Yeah. Although, when I was a child, uh, we absolutely treated it like it was a toy. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> so, did too, and that's why we wound right. up with, like, three cheap-ass treadmills that were all broken. <laughs> <laughs> Luck- luckily, we didn't break, but they did. So, um, I, that's also why my you know, family's pretty fat. We stopped running because uh, we broke the treadmills. So. <laughs> treadmills just didn't hold up. <laughs> Physical fitness is bullshit. <laughs> just drink from the We weren't made to last until we were 80, okay? We just weren't built that way. <laughs> Should wow. we talk about our topic? Oh, I guess. <laughs> no. Who goes first? I can go that first. Um, yeah. So I focused on one, one scandal, and that was the Barney scandal. And it was, to put it lightly, a fucking disappointment. Um, so now I that's s- to put it literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you really feel, John. Uh, so I my my intensive research process was googling Barney scandal, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was meant to be a joke. Um, <laughs> I laughed. And you, you got me. Two of the things, two of the articles that popped up was the the title of the one of the articles was Barney and Silence on Drug Arrest, and I'm like, okay, drugs neat it's lum barney the former detroit lion star and i'm like okay don't care i wasn't looking <laughs> Not the for barney that we're looking for and then one of the so you know how google has the little drop down suggestion things one of those suggestions was is barney the dinosaur a child molester clicked on that one clicked because on the that's the rumor yeah oh, sorry go on Anyway, so I click on the article, and it says registered sex offender multiplied, or, oh my god, 
arrested for sexually abusing young girl multiple times. It's a guy named Ryan Kenneth Barney. Not Barney the Dinosaur. So why the fuck was it popping up when somebody Googled, is Barney the Dinosaur a child molester? Why? So to be clear, Barney the Dinosaur, not a child molester. No, not a child molester. <laughs> or the guy who played him. Or the guy who played him. Thank you, thank you lawyer Jennifer. <laughs> So no, none of those none of those articles had anything to do with Barney, the guy who voiced him, or the guy who played him, because those are two different people, folks. I don't know if you know this, but you do know. The guy who was bouncing around inside the Barney costume is a guy named David Joyner. The guy who voiced him, I've lost it. I don't know who it was, but it was somebody else. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody really cares. He didn't do anything scandalous. His voice either. was really annoying. <laughs> yeah. So there was a Snopes one. There's a Snopes article called Barney Rumors, and it said Purple Dinosaur Children's host Barney had cocaine hidden in his tail and cussed out a child. Turns out, no, oh he didn't do any of those things. <laughs> I heard that one, though, guys. I did. So, in the uh, 90s. The cocaine one? Is that the one you heard? Like, or the cocaine, out? well, some sort of a drug in his tail and cursed out a kid. Okay, so the, the drug in the tail one was a misunderstanding because there were drug smugglers using Barney dolls to smuggle drugs, but it wasn't in the costume with the actor. It was just somebody using a Barney doll to put cocaine in. Someone somewhere in the world using a doll of Barney. Yeah, exactly. Mini dolls to ship drugs. And apparently it happened multiple times, once in 1998, 2001, and 2004. But no, it was never in with the actor. He never... I get had the cocaine. Kind of thought like nobody's gonna look in a kid's toy, but like it's a big purple and green dinosaur. I'm yeah. definitely suspicious. Well, and also like <laughs> they have drug sniffing dogs. Barney the dinosaur to- toy, not smell proof. Can I say something? Yeah, go for it. How much money would you have paid to watch a drug dog take down Barney the dinosaur? <laughs> oh my god, that's ridiculous. I, I just rip it apart. I mean, I don't have to pay a dog. Or I don't, if I give my dog a stuffed toy, it's coming apart. So if I wanted to see that, That's I, true. I could see that. I, I would pay a lot of money to watch a drug dog take down Barney. Yep. Which is actually sort of a theme, which we'll get to later. The other one that uh, Barney the dinosaur cussed out a child on set, they said, well, maybe it happened. But again, the guy who would have done the cussing, David Joyner, who was in the costume, they didn't use his voice. So it didn't matter if he did cuss out a child because they would have edited somebody else's voice over it and you never would have heard about it. Right. The big scandal for this. True scandal. Yeah, the true scandal. Bigger question. Coming, pum, coming from two, I think, plagiarized articles. One article called The Dark Truth About Why Barney's and Friends Was Cancelled and another article called Here's the Real and Dark Reason Barney and Friends Was Cancelled who I swear to God these two articles plagiarized one another. I don't know who did it first, but they irritate the shit out of me. Number one, because the one on Distractify, the one by Leela Kozma, uses, and I'm quoting here, According to the fan page Barney Lawsuits, the creator of the show launched court proceedings on at least six occasions. Most of these were copyright infringement issues. However, some of these are more, well, juicier. That's a shit sentence. (laughs) Boo on you. You have brought the wrath of Teacher John out and (laughs) get ready. More juicier. Yeah, I'm not. Um, Anyway, both of these articles um, discuss... A lot of lawsuits. The Barney show had a lot of lawsuits and some cancellation problems from the very beginning. After their first year, they were canceled on PBS, I think, because of lack of 
interest. But then they revamped it and got it back on. But apparently the main bulk of the lawsuits come from the fact that people are just like really, they harbor a lot of animosity towards Barney the Big Purple Dinosaur for, I guess, like, I don't know why, but they do. And there's a, a lot of things where people are showing Barney getting mutilated. There was a website called Dusty Feet, which is called Dusty Feet is a web-based cult promoting the termination of Barney. Basically, there's a lot of content out there promoting the killing off of such a wonderful children's influence. So yeah, people people really he talks hate down to the kids. And he talks down to the kids, and we all hate it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched Barney. If we do a season on him, <laughs> then we'll we'll discuss. Wait, maybe it's his dead shark eyes. That too, but he talks down it to the kids. That's the most annoying thing. Yeah, I don't remember. I I just had a Barney doll. I don't know if it had cocaine in it or not. <laughs> Ever at maybe. some point, or maybe. currently, <laughs> it probably did. <laughs> But to, to really drive home that pa- that fact that people have a lot of animosity towards Barney, we just discussed how we'd like to see a drug dog take down Barney. So... <laughs> this is, it's true. You're right. Yeah. What is this phenomenon Un- with the unconscious of this character? Violence towards violence towards like. Barney. Uh, so next assignment, John. Yeah, exactly. Look into that. Well, you're the you're the psychologist counselor. Oh, that's true. I can profile. I'll, yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll do a psychological profile. Thank you. <laughs> so essentially, there's there's a segment on these articles called Endless Lawsuits, which is I think the real reason that it got canceled. Let's it went it went for about 10 years, I think. So it was it was a pretty good show. But then it says questionable personal lives. And the only thing it has is about the guy who played the actor who was inside the Barney costume. He is now a tantric massage therapist, which is he he does he does a sexual things. Yeah, exactly. He's a sex teacher. Okay, I get that this is like you don't you really don't want to associate people with children's show and with sex, but that's not scandalous. Mm. It's also, just you had sex to make your kid, so Yeah, exactly. That's where children yeah, come from. So You're I just think, jealous that you didn't have tantric sex. I think yeah. <laughs> so the way the way it comes across, because I read the articles about this person and I, I had to research tantric sex and David Joyner and all of his stuff. But the uh, article that came from Business Insider was titled, The actor who played Barney is now a tantric sex specialist who charges $350 a session and advises against condoms, dash, and he only accepts female clients. So he's a bigot. <laughs> well, I, so. He's a cult leader, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. And I don't want to go too hard in defending him because I don't know that much about him. But this article says sex specialist, which makes me think that he's part in coaching couples or something. But then the Wikipedia article says tantric massage therapist, which makes me think he's more engaging with these women, which makes me think of him more as a gigolo than anything else. Maybe. Which... <laughs> but somehow legal. Yeah, exactly. I think the fact that it has tantric in it is what he's using to it's make it... a weird loophole. Exactly. It is a weird loophole yeah. because I don't, I don't know how our audience feels about sex work, but anyway. <laughs> That's a whole different episode. Yeah, exactly. A whole different episode. Different podcast. <laughs> Moving on. Again, in defense of David Joyner, he's doing this 
after the show was off. I don't, I didn't see anything accusing him of being a tantric sex specialist or a gigolo or a massage therapist or whatever during his time as Barney. It all seemed like it was coming after Barney was canceled. And it says that he's got 30 clients, 30 female clients. They were interviewed, at least the ones that were interviewed. I don't know if they were all interviewed or if just a few could be reached for interviews, but none of them said they felt pressured to have sex with him. Which, again, makes me feel like they're having sex with him, so he is more of a gigolo. Mm. But none of them felt pressured. Like, this is consensual adults having sex. And he advises these women against condoms. But, like, that's between two consensual adults. I don't recommend it. Like, guys, practice safe sex out there. But it's also not something... he's, He's advising his clients who were consenting to have relations with him not to use... Not to allow condoms. He's not going out and being like, sex education is bullshit and you shouldn't wear condoms. He's just advising his clients. Right, and it has zero to do with Barney at all. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Except for the fact that he once was Barney. He he also played another uh, character, Hip Hop Harry, who was also a kid's. He was a rapping, I think it was a lion. Wow. Yeah, but so... Don't know Hip Hop Harry. (laughs) Probably would have hated him too, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Something about this guy's energy just makes you want to punch him. (laughs) Or any costume that he finds It was the voice, y'all. It was the voice for me. So, not the guy in the costume. I think, well, anytime you try to make rapping a positive influence for children, I feel like you just really make it hella tacky. So, yeah. Be real. So, in in conclusion... In conclusion, it's all bullshit. Regardless of how you feel about sex work, the guy's doing things consensually. He's doing things, I assume, legally. And he doesn't have any real scandal other than he's involved in sex. And was once a child. Yeah, and was once funny. star. Can I read this? You got it. This is fascinating. Yeah, there, there's not really like a scandal to speak of there other than just the fact that he was a, a TV, a kid's TV star. But I just keep thinking about the the theme song, the Barney theme. I love you, you love me. We're a happy family. <laughs> With a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Well, won't you say you love me too? And it just kind of takes on a whole new meaning. I also found this a, let's see, paragraph. Here he is talking about being Barney. Before I got into the Barney costume, I would pray and ask God to allow his loving divine spirit to flow through me through the costume and let that draw the kids that energy would always draw them in uh and then he goes on about yeah and then he he goes on about spirituality and how children are more connected with spirituality so that's cool i mean like well and plus like when you research tantric sex you think it's going to be dirty because anything that we attach with sex is automatically dirty in our minds i feel like yeah we're bad Quakers. Yeah, exactly. But the the goal from what I read of tantric sex is to not actually like it has nothing to do with procreation. It has to do with joining together in, the energy between the couples um, or even renewing the energy if you're with yourself if you're doing it by yourself. And the point is to develop the redevelop the connection between the bodily sensations and the mind and understanding why why it's happening. And it does have a lot of spirituality behind it. I mean, it comes from Buddhist and Hindu practices and tantras. 
and they bring in a lot of uh, spirituality into it. And I think that that has a sort of misconception in our culture where we think Mm -hmm. of the Kama Sutra as a sex book. And it's really more of a spiritual book. It's mm-hmm. it's very boring. If you go, if you try to read the Kama Sutra, like it kind of comes off as boring. If you're expecting something more like Playboy or something like that, yeah. exactly. So there, there was there was one awkward interview that he did where he was like, "I try to bring the energy of the tantras to to my work as Barney," and I think what he's talking about is. He's trying to bring the energy connection, the connection between people and the the idea of love and all of that jazz to Barney. And he's it doesn't actually have anything to do with sex. It just has to do with energy and connection. And that gets misread as he's sexualizing this show or right, whatever. Right, really. It's the people making the scandal up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If you knew anything about tantric sex or that practice, then then you you wouldn't feel you wouldn't feel scandalized by this at all. I certainly, my my opinion of David Joyner actually went up uh, after researching (laughs) this. (laughs) That's where I'm at. I thought I thought this whole thing was bullshit, and people were just like looking to read to write articles for the internet. And I don't know why, because there were two articles and one of them heavily plagiarized the other. How much money are you really getting from that? Anywho, I feel like I went on for a long time. Let somebody else talk, John. You're you're good. No, that's, I think that's fascinating. I like, I like that it was a scandal that didn't turn out to be a scandal. It was just about sex that everybody's weirded out about anyway. And especially in this culture, I will say sex is very, it's a transaction. It's a business a transaction that you enter into to procreate or people have made it out into this very lurid like seedy no pun intended like thing <laughs> that that you <laughs> that you you just don't talk about that's done yeah like like in the adult porn theaters exactly so for this to be like no this is actually this is about two people or yourself just getting in touch with your bodies and being one with each other and like living in that beautiful moment i think that was probably hard for people to wrap their minds around yeah wait a minute no that's not what sex is i i I know what sex is and that's not it yeah exactly and that's there's that vibe that that's definitely a vibe that i picked up on and it irritates me well, that's that. I thought that was good. You're right. It's a bullshit scandal because it wasn't a scandal, but it's fascinating all the same. Well, people were scandalized, but they really shouldn't have been. Yeah. Right. Clutching their pearls. Nobody has uh-huh. sex. Certainly not children's show characters. Certainly not the cocaine in their children's tails. character. Certainly not the people who have children. Right. Right. These aren't these aren't children. These are just little little humans watching a TV show. <laughs> these are little tiny adults. Who also don't have sex. Uh, I'll go next since, Jennifer, you said you just kind of had a collection of, of different scandals. Yeah. Uh, I had Kermit the Frog, and it's not actually a scandal either. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. <laughs> as far as, like, scandals go, it's not the, the juiciest tell-all that there ever was. What I found out was that Kermit, the, the common headline, headline that I saw was Kermit was fired. Kermit was fired from the Muppets. But what it, what happened was that... 
After Jim Henson's death, Steve Whitmire voiced Kermit for 27 years uh, until 2017 when people found out that Disney, because at that point uh, Disney had taken over the Muppet studio, Disney had fired Steve Whitmire. And it just kind of like was this big, I say scandal, I guess it, it counted as a scandal for people who like really cared about this. <laughs> and there are some like serious Muppet fans out there, right? So I, I, the scandal really is just that nine months after Steve Whitmire had been fired is when the public found out that he had actually been fired. Uh, there was a fan site called Tough Pigs that first speculated. <laughs> Tough Pigs that first, it's, a, it's like a Muppets fan site, speculated that Whitmire had resigned uh, because Kermit was not appearing in a regular clip on youtube called muppet thought of the day uh, muppet thought of the week and other muppets were there and so people like the rumors started swirling like where's where's kermit where's kermit and then whitmire broke the news that he had not resigned he had been fired and this was nine months after he had been fired stating that he would never abandon kermit or the muppets um and he waxed very poetic about his relationship with uh jim henson when he was alive and um, and his time with the Muppets. And so then the, the Muppets studio out of Disney was forced to reveal that Whitmire had been fired. Not that, not that he had resigned, but he had, he had been in, in fact fired. And it was in consultation with the Jim Henson family. Um, so like, it's like this big, you know, you, you probably like this big boardroom meeting where the Henson family is there and Whitmire is there and Disney studio execs are there and they're all talking about whether Kermit can stay on, which is very funny to me. But they fired him, I guess, due to unacceptable business conduct, quote. Mm -hmm. So what that meant basically, according to Jim Henson's children, is Whitmire got a big head. It was a long overdue firing. He basically was saying things like, I'm Kermit and Kermit is the Muppets. So you're going to do what makes me happy if you want the Muppets to keep going. That's their claim. Uh, Cheryl Henson, Jim Henson's daughter, also spoke about Whitmire's attitude and also added that uh, he played Kermit like he was bitter and depressed and just not funny. He just wasn't funny anymore and that wasn't the spirit of Kermit. And then Whitmire kind of continually played the high road card but also was kind of sanctimonious. <laughs> like he would say, don't get upset with the Henson family. It's a very emotional time for everyone and don't judge them. And he also said, you know, like anybody who knows me knows that I would only do the best thing for the Muppets. You know, like it was very, it was a little much. But then at the time of this article that I read, uh, which is 2017, a lot of the, t the articles that I found that talked about this were mainly in 2017 when the news broke, they hadn't responded, uh, Disney, sorry, Disney had not responded to Whitmire's statement. That was, that was the Kermit scandal. But the weird thing is, so they, it, there's all of that, but I think what makes it deeper is the knowledge that Jim Henson, and this is from an article, let me find the name. This is from an article called, Being Green Has Never Been Harder, What Losing Steve Whitmire Means for the Muppets. This is by, damn it, somebody whose name is not on the article, and I didn't <laughs> remove it this time. I was so ready. Okay, well, that's the title of the article. But apparently, Jim Henson created the Muppets like it was his, you know, creative birth um, into the world. And what he had people do was, in order to be a puppeteer with the Muppets, you had to fully immerse yourself in like a year-long program of being that puppet, of being 
Kermit of being that sounds like a cult. Miss Piggy. You had to, well, yeah, you had to you had to spend time with that character. You had to it had to be so you had to be so intimately familiar <laughs> with with your with your character that people would not really be able to tell the difference between you and that character and that's why again you know in in past episodes we've been talking about these creators of their characters being their characters like Stephen John isn't Stephen John he is Blippi Paul Rubens isn't Paul Rubens he's Pee Wee Herbin when he goes on shows people aren't talk show hosts aren't talking to Pee Wee or to Paul Rubens they're talking to Pee Wee Herman and that's how how it was with Kermit you didn't talk to Steve Whitmire you didn't talk to Jim Henson who played him before that you talked oh, to Kermit I have a that's a very interesting like real world update I was listening to what it is podcast that I like like news podcast and they were talking to somebody who was like a guest on there or something and they said that they never watched the masked singer, but mm-hmm. but they read the, the reveals. Yes. Like they read about the performances and they read the reveals for some reason. And they were yes. saying that Kermit the Frog, Kermit the Frog, yes. was a masked singer. And they're like, and I'm calling bullshit. I mean, I didn't see the performance, but first of all, how could you not tell if it was Kermit the Frog? He's kind of got like a signature voice. Secondly, <laughs> you can't have Auto-tune. a masked singer <laughs> of a masked singer. That's a person <laughs> in a Muppet costume already. Right. <laughs> They were very yeah, so it was hilarious. Well, and that's I think I think that uh, yeah I heard about that. But that's and the I, that anthropomorphizing I'm, and making them the exactly. Real thing. And that deepen not deepens. I don't want to say deepens because I don't fucking care. But <laughs> but that makes it more. Uh, I guess just adds a layer to it because they're trying to reboot. You know, they're trying to reboot the the Muppets. They've they've had a hard time in the past. They did, I think, back in 2016, maybe. There was a reboot of the show, and it flopped. And Steve Whitmire said, well, if they had listened to the people who played the characters more, they would totally, you know, it would still be a thing. But they didn't. Um, so that was one of his big beefs. I think for me, like, knowing that they're trying to revamp the Muppets for today, it's going to bring out probably more of that, that back history and people are going to get, because people are already extremely divided about how Kermit sounds now. There's like a whole Twitter thing about oh that's not Kermit. Oh. Matt Vogel is, is the new Kermit. His name is Matt Vogel. He's the new Kermit. He sounds pretty decent to me. You can tell it's different, but... People get upset about the most mundane bullshit, though. You remember when they were trying to think about, like, I think they were doing the live action of The Little Mermaid and they considered making her black and people were flipping their shit about the race of a fictional half-fish, half-person character. And you're just like, guys, grow grow the fuck up. It doesn't doesn't matter. Right. So... It's just, it's fascinating to me that, again, we have this idea that a man can become, can become its char- his character and... And it, it can be a frog. It's Yeah. Yeah, and it can be a frog, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it, it's also, I had like, I was, I had this whole moment. I was on a, a pot cereal bar. <laughs> it was like I was, I was, but I, so I can't remember, but it's, it's this thing about the fallibility of the human condition and how that fucks up the character, the, the TV character, right? And so like... Kermit the Frog is Kermit the Frog. Anybody could probably be Kermit the Frog, but also that person has their own separate life, and we we forget that. The person who plays that character has their own separate life, and can we separate those two things, or is it always going to be a situation where when, when the actor 
does something stupid and human, it is going to mar the character forever. I think that's uh, that's going to be a really tough sell to the audience. It reminds me, this whole discussion of like the actors getting lost in the characters they play, especially children's characters, because they tend to do those for long term. Whereas mm-hmm. actors like Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. has done a ton of characters. He'll probably be known as Iron Man now, but he has done other things. Right. But there was this episode in BoJack Horseman, which is also dark and I love it, where they're doing a show and they're having actors play these actors. And the woman they got to play another one of the characters was like, I'm just going to watch you until I become you and there's nothing left of you but me. And I'm like, mm. holy shit. Like, that's so intense. But that... But that I, it makes me it makes me wonder if there's not an element of that actually in Hollywood where you're like, do you actually have to drain yourself of all individuality so that you can become this other person? Well, and um, then you do because yeah, that's and, shit. That's like mentally yes. scarring. Well, and that makes sense to why as to why you know a lot of these, I mean, it, not just children's show actors and actresses, but like um, just any actor, you know, they'll do something. And it's completely out of character for for whom they play. Like, you know, if you're talking about the Marvel movies or these TV characters for kids. But they're so separated from, yeah, it's like, who am I anymore? Like, what does it matter what I do? Or I'm not thinking about me doing this as me. Or And, and so they'll do something stupid. And then it kind of sinks in later. Like, oh... Oh yeah, these two are one in the same. I cannot be myself because I am Barney. I cannot be myself because I am Kermit. Or I can be myself and uh, and and really pay out with it with Kermit, as apparently was the case with Steve Whitmire, according to Disney. Mm-hmm. They're like, please stop, right. please stop being such an asshole, Steve. And he's like, <laughs> seriously, Steve. No. I require more flies. <laughs> please have more lily pads in my trailer right i do think when an actor gets the idea that like a show can't go on without them that gets problematic for the way they're going to act on set i get that like i can see that happening so that's but i mean you've been there for what 26 years you said 27 years 27 years i mean that's a long time to be a frog a lifetime for many people you know and to be a frog who's been taken through this cult camp where you have to spend a year becoming the frog yeah, I think he should. He should write a book. Yeah, like I would. I would read frog. it. <laughs> becoming the frog. Question: Do you guys think that the Muppets is a kids' TV show? I think it is a family TV show. I fair. Grew up watching it. My parents enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as a kid. A lot of the stuff that's not always thought of as kid friendly flies over kids heads and isn't so bad that like if your kid repeated it it would be like oh my god it's like it's just a joke they don't get or a reference they don't get right well it's a show it's a showbiz plot like they're in showbiz they're trying they're always trying to get on broadway or into hollywood and i I feel like a lot of kids don't get that the muppet show they're gonna have to retool it to like the muppets take youtube (laughs) (laughs) oh god kids really get that so, yeah, because that's where kids are today. Yeah, he watched part of the Muppet movie. No, we watched the whole Muppet movie. We watched the whole thing. I, I would say the, the, like, uh, the golden age of the Muppets for me was probably between, like, 10 and 14. Yeah. When we would watch Muppets tonight. 
fair. I, and the Muppet show all the time. Like we, as a family, blotted out time for like whenever it aired, whatever time it aired, and would watch it together. And all mm. really greatly enjoyed it. But it might be a little over a two and a half year old or three year old's head. Although Aiden, Aiden watched it. I don't think he understood the plot. He was just like, that frog is talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah, stuff like is the newer, around. Fascinating. The newer movies with, um, oh, what's his face? That guy, he's really tall. He's funny. I don't know his name. Oh, Jason uh, Siegel. Jason Siegel, thank you. How did um, you get that from really tall? Because I love Muppets, okay? John, I'm so Those are good, Muppets. though. Those, They're great. The, well, the, the one, not, um, not the one where he has a, a, a twin, an evil twin, but yeah, the, the first one that Jason Siegel made, Millie really likes that one, and I like it, too. It's a good one. But it's also more colorful. The and for me. There's more singing and dancing in it, so it's <laughs> great. And it's got Jason Siegel. He's funny. Now, so on the whole scandal thing, to sort of just wrap it up, there's a lot of stuff. If you want to Google around about kids' show scandals, scandals that have hit kids' shows, there's a lot of articles that will say scandals that have like there's this Twelve Sesame Street scandals that have plagued the show's history. Um, mm. by Christina Austin on an insider from 2012 and they talk I mean I would say probably the most scandalous the two most scandalous are like Katy Perry wore a somewhat revealing outfit as a guest host on yeah I remember show. seeing that that's uh, like, yeah, okay all right maybe maybe a little once too again <laughs> but like what do you wear when you go swimming with your kids at the pool yeah like I what don't do you, know what yeah how what about breastfeeding yeah, I mean, you know what a parrotix looks like. I'm sorry. It's on the one hand, the, the dress is clearly aimed at being uh, provocative, and maybe we don't need to provoke a sexual response in kids. Fine, all right. I don't think it would. I think kids would be like, "Oh, that's a really bright green color. Cool." Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't well, think kids, kids don't would see that there. at all. Kids right. don't go there. So, Stop like, putting whatever. your problems on your child. That reminded right. Stop me. sexualizing children. That reminded me of something that I read in Reader's Digest a long time ago. It was like funny family stories and this I think it was from the mother's perspective but she was talking about how they went to a beach with their like I think eight-year-old seven-year-old son whatever but there were some women there wearing like thong bikinis very revealing and their son was apparently staring at them like not blinking and she was like oh crap well I'm gonna have to answer some awkward questions about all this and uh, after the woman left he turns to his mom and says can I have that candy bar they left? <laughs> and that's what he was watching. He was watching the entire time while they were not eating the candy bar. And then, like, I, I saw the video with Katy Perry. It it wasn't yeah, it wasn't that bad. big a deal. It's not thongs no. like on right. on Sesame Street. So I, I think that people getting worried about that are people being prids. Like, well, and people oversexualizing children. Exactly, that children are going to care about how revealing her dress is or not yeah. or what right. have you. And then there was the 1969 Sesame Street episode that was technically labeled, is currently, if you try to get it, labeled as adult only, where Grover um, is partaking in civil disobedience. That does not feel very adult to me. That just feels like, you know, woke monster. And Cookie Monster was... <laughs> You're woke And Cookie Monster was smoking a pipe. I do have questions about what was in the pipe. Was it, was it tobacco? Was it, like, what was it? Was he like... It was crushed up cookies. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> well, was it was it like one of those giant 
cartoonish pipes that people used to smoke in like the 1800s or was it right like i i think i've seen episodes of sesame street where right where he's wearing like a robe and he has like a thing like a pipe mini that that rings a bell to me and it's like a it's like a tobacco like high and fancy person lord and lady like old english whatever kind of thing i don't i don't recall though that's from my childhood i would say those are the two that actually might even a little bit strike one as kind of a real scandal apparently um there were also like they had a an hiv positive muppet at one point in the african uh iteration of of sesame street and and people got upset about it because they were like it's too you know kids are too young to learn about that and you're teaching kids about homosexuality and like in the story, the kid was, the Muppet was born to a, an HIV positive mother. And that's a thing that's happening in Africa and Sesame Street, or at the time was happening in Africa. And may, yes, it's still happening. And, and that's a thing that Sesame Street is made to address the real life problems of children yes. in real time. And so if there are that's children who are being thing. born HIV positive, both those children and those children's acquaintances and friends and family might need to learn about that even if they're only four or five years old because they're dealing with it and so you know i don't feel like that's a scandal i feel like people made it into a scandal much like the barney thing or the kermit thing they got their panties in a wad about it but like why that's it's not it's not a scandalous thing that sesame street did it's a scandalous thing that people responded to Um, well and like um i remember an episode of saved by the bell that had a hiv positive kid and they were addressing how to deal with it and like how to how to treat people who have diseases and and disabilities and things that you can't you can't just fix Mm -hmm. and i think that's a good thing um and even even with the whole um going back to the Katy perry thing because i had something pop into my mind like i feel like that sort of thing even if your kids do notice it like you can talk about bodies like you can you can have age-appropriate discussions mm. about and talk about body positivity. Exactly, and like it doesn't—it Not... doesn't have to be pornographic just because it has anything to do with sex or uh, the the sexy bits. I'm raising right. my hands. I'm raising my hands because <laughs> I have so much to say. Not uh, yes, all of that is true, but not if you were raised and. T- brought up to believe in the purity culture thing yeah that's where a lot of this is coming from because it's like in that context bodies are meant to stay look purity culture people have been in a pandemic uh socially distanced pandemic way before but way before (laughs) 2020 like you stay six feet away you don't dance with each other and if you do dance you leave room for jesus and, um, you know, like it's, it's not, you're not allowed to think about sex and it's, it's sad because right. purity culture is less about, it's not as, as much about sex or, or that you are a sexual being as it is about control. Yeah. Well, and by making Who's in control a, of sex. Putting such an emphasis on it, you draw attention to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. purity culture is completely focused on sex purity culture is obsessed with sex purity culture is thinking about talking about worrying about sex right. all the time whereas people who are out there being sexually active probably have some downtime where they don't think about it <laughs> well 
Well, and especially your children don't think about it at all until Definitely. you start making it a thing. And then they're like, oh, right. I guess that's not a good thing. Or I guess yeah, you that's have to wrong. Cover and that's your... where problems start. I, I remember a girl in like 10. In, yeah. No, I, there was a girl when I was like 10 that called her boobs chichis. She's like, you got to keep your chichis covered. And like, Stop I was like, it. what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you God. talking about? Well, that's, that's like the whole, so the whole thing in Scrubs where Dr. Reed can't talk about penises or vaginas. And she has to call them hoo-hahs and mm-hmm. things like that. And you're just like, that that sort of repression is super dangerous, folks. Like, I agree with the whole, like, you should be in control of yourself, but damn. Yeah. Right, right. There's a there's a point where that becomes harmful. Purity culture brings sex to the minds of children's, children before it needs, before, before the children bring it to their own minds, honestly. Yeah. They just want yeah, a fucking candy it. bar, okay? Yeah, yeah for real. They just want the candy bar. Damn it. And that's not a euphemism, guys. Calm down. <laughs> We're, it's, it's a reference to an earlier story about a literal candy bar. Right. I am excited for people who just, like, skipped around this episode, <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? I am confused. You, you really can't skip to the now? end. You need to listen to our thoughts in transit. <laughs> in transit. <laughs> Ride this bus with us. Let's get crazy. <laughs> so, so moving on to more bullshit scandals. There's the, I, I'm sure anybody around their late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s will remember the Tinky Winky scandal of the 90s. Um, oh, but yes. There was Teletubbies, which by the way, oh, I have right. only seen bits and pieces of Teletubbies. The show I mean, never really made to any sense to me. Well, <laughs> probably because of Tinky Winky. But I, I do remember when it was brought to my attention, I was in maybe ninth or 10th grade and they were talking about, oh, didn't you know that Tinky Winky, the purple one is gay because purple is the pride, the gay pride color and Tinky Winky has an upside down triangle on his head and that's the gay pride symbol. And I was like, y'all just taught me that. Literally didn't know. Yeah. I'm sure the kids watching Teletubbies <laughs> certainly don't know what the fuck. I didn't know about the triangle. <laughs> Until yeah, now. I didn't well, read. I saw it earlier, and I just learned about it this week researching. Right. Scandals. So, the, well, the triangle has an interesting history in and of itself. Let's just be real. Um, gay culture has kind of appropri- reappropriated the triangle as a gay pride symbol, but it comes from during the Holocaust. I believe it comes. This don't please don't fact check me. Fact check me at me whatever. <laughs> I, I believe it comes from during the Holocaust and in the early uh, back back in the early 1900s, people would mark and and essentially. And during the Holocaust, the upside down triangle was used. Upside down pink triangle is used to mark the prisoners as gay if they were in the concentration camps for being gay, which was one reason you could be sent Damn. to a, um, I a am, concentration camp. I am fact that's checking true. you, and yes, that is. Well, and that it's is actually true. Yeah. I don't know where that started. I don't know if that was like the beginning of it or if it came from something else prior to that. I do know, but then gay pride culture like appropriated it for themselves, which is one way to take a nasty history and turn it around. Yeah. 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 So I, I also read up on the Tinky Winky uh, thing because I, I don't remember this from the 90s, but I do remember reading it. And I remember going, Jesus, people. Again, this is one of those things where it's like, you, you, you can't, what, like, you were sexualizing these creatures. Teletubbies are not people, they're not human they're not beings. They're not human. So right. to call them gay, to give them any sort of sexuality, it's like the whole Bert and Ernie, are they in a gay relationship? Right, that's another they're, one. That's a scandal that's been going on and on. They're puppets. puppets, guys. They're not real. Um, but the Teletubbies aren't even, like, 
are openly not human. Yeah, exactly. They're not pretending to be human. I mean, Muppets are kind of pretending to be human. And, and I will say... They aren't even anthropomorphized. They don't speak English. Exactly. They like I, make noises. I will go on the record and say my kid will never watch Teletubbies, but only for the reason that they are creepy as hell. I was looking at the pictures of them in the articles going, God, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, why would people <laughs> watch this? Y'all, y'all, if you think Teletubbies are bad, after Teletubbies, there were boobas. I'm just going to leave that for y'all to Google on your own, but the name has boob in it, okay? And I watched one little clip of it back in the day, (laughs) and they do an exercise routine to encourage children to get up off the couch and move, which is fine. Like, a lot of shows do that, like the big comfy couch and all that, you know, get up and move. Fine. But in the routine, they stand in a line back to front. And then they fall forward and wiggle around and giggle. And so everybody's face is in the person in front of their butt. And they're wiggling around and giggling. And then they fall backwards and their head is in the person's butt. And they wiggle and giggle. And I'm like, okay, the name has boob in it. This is happening. I'm not trying to sexualize a kid's show. But, like, they don't say anything. They don't teach anything. They just fly around and make weird noises. Anyway, check it out. <laughs> Nobody had a big scandal about that. I don't know why. <laughs> Y'all are freaking out about Tinky Winky, but, like, at least Teletubbies had educational content. Boobaz was weird. It was like an acid trip. Oh, it was creepy and weird. <laughs> is it, like, this little, is it little white, uh, like, marshmallow guy? No, it's like Boobas? a big fuzzy. It's like Teletubbies if they had zero form and were just a giant fluffy boob with a baby doll head on top. A bald baby doll head with lights. It's out I... of the Holy cow, they have 104 episodes. It's creepy, guys. Anyway. Oh my god, so, I just found it and I am terrified. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, parents, Google away. It's hilarious. It's scary. Don't let your kids watch it. I mean, let them watch it if you want to, but I just as a as a like teenager, I was freaked out by it. I still think um, Teletubbies look creepier than Boobaz. Oh, you haven't seen a show, man. Their head can turn. The lights across their head lights up, and their eyes roll around and their head can turn all the way around like the X. Okay, well, I'm going to have to watch this, but Teletubbies <laughs> the, the Teletubby face is just like you ever hear of that thing where it's apparently human instinct to not trust things that kind of look human, but are some some to let yes, off. And I, don't I get that. that. I feel like yeah. I get that from the Teletubbies, where I'm like, your face kind of looks human, but fuck you. <laughs> it's too close and yet too far. <laughs> yeah, no Teletubbies are creepy, but people didn't freak out about the fact that they're creepy or the fact that the content was just weird. Yeah, they freaked out because there's a purple one with an upside down triangle who carries a magic bag that they said looked like a purse, and so they're like, "Tinky Winky is pushing gay culture," and I'm like, "It does look like one. a purse, but also who gives a shit?" Like my kid has never watched Teletubbies and still wants to carry my purse. It's a natural for kids to want to do that. It's let it go, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Jeez, they just want to do what you're doing. I will say there was a, I did find, I, thanks to this article, this particular digital spy article, is that the, yeah, by Tom Eames, seven times the kids' shows were hit by outrageous scandals. Um, that has the Teletubby thing in it, the Katy Perry things in that as well. Um, that one's everywhere. Fireman Sam apparently had a, an Islamophobia row because they had like a, an episode that had a piece of paper that some people felt like looked like it was a piece of the Quran and somebody walked on it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, fascinating. My kid loves background. My kid is obsessed with Fireman Sam. Loves it. Goes around saying he is Fireman Sam. Quotes from the show. Says, we're going to go to Joe Fox's garage and rescue him. It's a whole thing. So, like, I'm pretty familiar with Fireman Sam and I haven't noticed this, but I'm also just not catching up to the 2016 iteration. There's Fireman Sam is old. There's mm. some 1980s versions of it. There's Wow. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Fireman Sam out there. So we're just catching up. But the creator said that it was a simple mistake. They It meant to just look like scribbles, like inte- unintelligible scribbles, but it ended up looking Which like is insulting. It really looks, 
it really does look like the Quran, y'all. With the like, with the like border and everything, it's yeah. hard to believe that they didn't. They accidentally somebody did this. Yeah, but largely, the scandals that all of these like looking through all these articles, the scandals are either mis misunderstandings, adults freaking out about something that's not sexual and making it sexual, which is mm-hmm. not the show sexualizing children. That's the adults freaking out sexualizing children. Guys, get it together. Or things that shouldn't be considered scandals. Except that, so apparently there was a lesbian relationship on Steven Universe. I think the scandal should be that it was removed from Steven Universe. Yeah. Right, um, censorship. Yeah, like, come um, on. Which I would like to take a moment. I don't know if we're allowed to do this, but I'm calling out my public library here in Midland. Because <laughs> well, they apparently had a gay pride set up in their, in their library with literature and shit. And then removed it <laughs> after... Literature and shit. And removed it after a couple of people complained. Well, that's some horse shit. Uh, yeah. Two fucking bad people. I'm sorry you don't want gay people in the public eye, but you... they exist. I'm sure yeah. that there was not just a couple of people. I'm sure it was some major library donors. Uh, probably. But meanwhile, here in the Houston, Texas area, we have, well, in the pandemic, I don't know how it's going, but we have story time with drag queens. It got a lot. I love it. It caught a lot of flack. A lot of people wanted it to end, but uh, Houston and the drag queens were like, suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) But they didn't say that in front of the kids. (laughs) No, no. It's honest to God, just some really flamboyantly dressed to the kids, women. The kids don't know that they're drag queens. They just think they're honestly drag queens to a child. Like put yourself in the mind of a child. A drag queen looks like a Disney princess, <laughs> like, or a Disney villain, or, or you know, like a character. Well, th- th- I say that because Ursula, one of my favorite Disney villains, was based uh, potentially on a drag queen. Yes. It's not proved, but there is a belief. Um, but I would buy that. Say, you know, they've got great flashy, colorful makeup and big, colorful hair and big, sparkly dresses. And like, as a kid, as as a, myself as a kid, would love that. That's what I wanted mm-hmm. to like. Like that was fun. That was dress up. There's just somebody playing dress up, and then they're gonna yes. read you a fun story, and that's what happens. They read a fun story, and it's fine. But people freaked out, so whatever. Um, and they can suck it. Come to Houston. Yeah, better here. Anyway, we're trying. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to geolocate myself for our listeners. I'm not actually directly in Houston, so don't try to find me. You can't. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. Her coordinates, <laughs> listeners, are... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but, so, and then there's, like, I mean, definitely there's the things that weren't scandals at the time, but now if you go back and watch, there are shows that do not hold up. Looney Tunes, a little bit too racist for TV now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's legit. And that is... We have a history that we need to deal with. I don't think we should censor it. I don't want to just show it to kids as this is a fun cartoon. I do think at some point we should talk to children about these things. Hey, there is this content out there that you are likely to find that, Mm -hmm. you know, came from a time before now where we had some problems we needed to deal with and we're trying to deal with them and that stuff is not appropriate and here's why. Um, So, you know, that's, that's just the nature of society moving forward and progressing i wouldn't call that a scandal per se because i mean the scandalous thing is that at the time it was acceptable and we it should have never been but it was and that sucks you know we've grown good for us but that's have just we though to talk have to your we children about. <laughs> well some of us have <laughs> some of us haven't but and and then i guess there could be people that say the scandal is that we're censoring those things like dumbo has some problematic 
I know there was a hullabaloo recently about Disney Plus taking Dumbo, not removing Dumbo from Disney Plus, but taking it if you have a kid's profile, like you can choose specifically a children's profile on Disney Plus, and they took it out of the suggestions for children. Hmm. Children can still watch Dumbo if they want to go looking for it, but it's not going to be like presented to them, here, you should watch this. It's not going to be pushed. Is there a reason why? It has some problematic representations of, I believe it's the crows. It's the crows, yeah. Seem might be a little bit of a problematic representation of what might be perceived as an African-American person at the time. Okay, because what my mind jumped to was the clowns getting hella wasted. And the whole, like... <laughs> See, that's also problematic. That's also problematic. The whole, like, hallucination that Dumbo had after drinking yeah. the, the spiked water or whatever it was. Yeah. Because that that's was... That's some, some toilet wine, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's... That's... Dumbo, again, was at the... It was a long time ago, and so they have some problematic representations, and now Disney is not saying you can't watch it, not saying they're not going to have it on the pro- on the platform, but just saying we're not going to push it on children. If you want to go with your kid and find this, then you're going to have to explain to them, you know. Yes, and that's a theme that fine. I'm seeing. Like, to go back to the whole, like, how this ties in with Blippi, how we got to the scandal episode how was because of here? Blippi and some of the things that have come out about Steve and John recently um and how he has been making a huge effort to kind of sweep it under the rug and i think that's what we're seeing with the exception of um barney but like disney in in particular seems to to really want to disneyfy everything even their own history of uh, the happiest place on earth jesse you can't let anything take that exactly but it is, and that's, it, it's writing, it's an interesting question. Do we let this stay out there and be available to people and trust that parents will have those conversations with their children, yeah. or do we remove it and put it in the vault, never to be seen again? Do we allow, it, it's the same with the Dr. Seuss or, books. Or do we let those Dr. Seuss books hang out in the uh, in the environment and trust that adults will talk about it with their children or do we uh remove them from the market on the flip side i i will say the dumbo move was a middle ground i think where you're not pushing it you're not making it a suggestion for kids you're taking it out of the algorithm but if they want to go find it and watch it they can do that i think as far as the dr seuss thing like i love dr seuss as a kid and I had no idea that those drawings and books existed until the article came out that said, by the way, these these people who own this are no longer allowing this to be published. Because they weren't very popular. Which and is I'm like, the reason they're no longer publishing it. And the and my my big problem with it is the people who are like, Well, this is just bullshit, you shouldn't be censored and I'm like, Okay, but I didn't even know they existed. So even when they weren't being censored, they weren't they weren't out there. So right. They're doing the bare fucking minimum to say, hey, we're going to make this not accessible. And people are freaking losing their minds. Like, no, we, we suddenly really want access to racist material. But, 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 but why? Why, are you, why do you want this now? Because you can't have it? Is it forbidden fruit to you? Like, is this, is this Dr. Seuss? Is Dr. Seuss forbidden fruit to, like, older white people now? What? Because it's interference. It is interference in the autonomy of. If they want to go read it, there are still copies out me. there. Me. 
And yeah, the government- you, they'll they'll find it. Well, and like some, what somebody was pointing out was like, that way. it's the, it's the publisher. What, and what somebody was pointing out, like none of the books that you're like wanting to read, like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, no, like those aren't being censored. The Lorax oh. is still out there. Yeah. If I ran the circus. But those are, pro- oh, never mind. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> no, but, but, uh, you know, that's. People people make scandals out of nothing, it feels like, is yeah. what I guess the gist of it is. All this stuff wouldn't be a scandal except that the adults are being crazy and uptight and weird and making it into a thing when it wasn't a thing. And y'all need to just calm down. <laughs> um, apparently, there was a Looney Tunes episode that featured drunk children. Newsflash, so did Pinocchio. Yeah, okay. I was yep. I was like, that's exactly where my mind went, was Pinocchio. Right, like Pinocchio totally. They had that. cigars and everything. Um, there's like secrets from, from shows, like the way that they changed the plots and stuff. But like, none of that's actually scandals. Honestly, looking, I didn't find... I, I grew up with a lot of rumors about various different children's TV show people that implied or outright said that they had done something bad to a child sexual usually and none of that was true so yeah yep uh none of that turned out to be true so all those all the scandals are a bit of a bullshit scandal and adults need to calm down now if something comes out let's you know have that conversation but don't freak out it sounds like we're trying to define too a little bit like so what constitutes a scandal then when it comes to children's tv like it's not that oh, hey, turns out that humans have a sexual component to their lives. Um, Adult humans who happen to play whatever. Right. That's not have it. A but outside so of what, the show. What makes a scandal for a TV? I mean, I do think that... If they did something the, on the show, uh, if they did something on set to one of the actors. Right. I keep going back to... And I guess that's not scandalous, but it's just... It's kind of outrageous. It maybe is a better word for it. Like... With with Blippy, and it turns out Steezy Grossman had a had a history with potty humor. Um, it's it's just weird, I guess, that he became a children's TV star. And the same with Paul Rubens. It's weird, I guess. And I, mean, I don't even want to weird it out because bodies are bodies, people are people. Everybody has a thing that they're into. But I think that yeah, it was just so you don't do that. Nobody has sex. You know, that mentality just really amped up the outrageousness of it, even though it was just a thing. So those to me are the closest that we've gotten to TV scandals, uh, kids TV scandals, scandals, but they're still not, they're just like, yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate for everybody involved on multiple different levels, but it's not like scandalous. Nobody was having an affair. (laughs) You know, Miss Piggy right. didn't cheat on Kermit with, <laughs> I don't even know, animals. Miss Piggy did, though. I mean, in the in the Muppet Treasure Island, I feel like she was, like, hanging out with those other pigs on that island, you know. Anyway. <laughs> she was getting a little too comfortable <laughs> a li- yeah, with the anyway. other swine folk. I digress, but I love the Muppets. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should check out the, the fan blog. Crap. The pig what? something? Yeah. It was something about pigs. I do think you to say the pig rag, but it's not. That sounds awful. No. I I will say this one about Ed Ed 
Nanny, Nanny. which is a cartoon that I never watched. Apparently, they were shown at some point looking at porn. Things, oh my which God. is interesting. If that show is meant for children. Okay, but... but I never watched I it. I don't think it was. I counter you with this. I watched a ton of SpongeBob, and at one point in one of the episodes, SpongeBob's watching TV... There's this little plant, anemone, something or other. I don't know what it is. But it's waving back and forth. He looks fascinated. When Gary oh the snail my. comes into the room, he changes, SpongeBob changes the channel really fast. He's like, oh, Gary, hello. Like he was watching oh something dirty. That was a SpongeBob episode. I remember watching it and being like, what the hell? Like, okay. <laughs> and then they moved on. See, those things, I never watched SpongeBob. I never watched Ed, Ed and Eddie. Ed and Eddie looks kind of like Beavis and Butthead, which I would argue is not actually a children's show. No, that's for um, older kids. Although right, I do and remember Ed and Eddie, watching it. And my understanding as someone, again, who never watched it, was similar to that. I don't know, though. But, um, you know, if it was intended, if it was actually aimed at very young children or even young children, yeah, I mean, yeah, that might be problematic. But if it was a blip on the screen, you'd be like, what? Okay, they probably didn't even notice, but still. A little weird. There, yeah. you know, other scandals in the past that I don't have articles about, but I know and remember and can verify were the Little Mermaid uh, VHS cover. Penis. I didn't believe it. Yeah. I didn't believe it till I had one in my hand, and I was like, "Oh my god, it is a dildo." <laughs> um, but the more scandalous thing is that Little Mermaid Two sucked and had no actual songs that they used, like that were good songs. Bigger scandals. I'm a big, also a mermaid fan. I, I admit, and that the Little Mermaid was 16 and she got married. You know, as it goes with general child show scandals, it does seem like we are difficult, at least as a group, to scandalize. Mm. Yeah, I would we agree. Scandalized by any of these scandals. I would, I would like to add as a concluding remark about scandals. If you're really that concerned that you're willing to make any of these things scandalous, don't let your kids watch YouTube or anything Ever. on the internet Ever. because there's Ever. all sorts of horrible shit. The articles that we quoted about YouTube being a sea of shit for your kids is not yeah exactly is not wrong is not wrong so if you're scandalized because some guy who used to play barney now gives erotic massages well don't give your kids a cell don't give your kids a smartphone like because they're gonna find they're gonna find things that are horrible way worse than that for sure. Yeah, so. there was actually, I think there's been an investigation recently into uh, YouTube content for children, and, and one senator called it basically that, John, like a, like a wasteland of, of content. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing even remotely vital or educational out there for, for kids to watch. Uh, let me see if I can find it, because I, I think I did. Which I kind of object to, because I use YouTube to get access to some things like Cocomelon and some PBS right. programming that's no longer on PBS. Yeah, it, it is all about how you use it. And if you, I'm, I'm kind of going back to my images of high school students with their smartphones. And <laughs> I, I, know, I know for a fact the junior high kids also had them. And they're just on them constantly. And they're not looking at educational materials, guys. So, like, if you start your kids out on a phone early, you really need to be there with them. And you need to be, yes, guiding them. Um, Here's that that article. A House subcommittee is investigating YouTube kids saying the Google-owned video service feeds children inappropriate material in, quote, a wasteland of vapid consumerist content so it can serve them ads. I mean, yeah, that's, I would say, 100%. Especially since, like, yeah, Ryan. <laughs> but like we I was letting my kid watch Coco Melon on the phone 
while we were driving back, and it was super irritating because some of those videos are 30 minutes long, but they have ads every like five, three to five minutes. Mm -hmm. And so we'd just be sitting there going, oh, please, dear God, let it end. Let the ad end and get back to the Cocoa Melon because he's bored with the ads. He doesn't give a shit. My kid will say, Mom, it's broken. Fix it. <laughs> well, I was I was the only one in the car but, and I couldn't yeah. drive and look at my phone. So. Well, no, absolutely but not. Then but then there, there will come a switch where he's old enough and he's like, oh, I want that. Yep. I want that and thing. Could they make it look so fun? And then you're, oh, yeah. Well, there's the other that, thing that you can mm -hmm. get around that by getting a subscription, but there's the native advertising too. The show is about selling the kid a thing. There's advertising issue, and then I guess part of this, I think there's like a lawsuit, or there was a lawsuit it, that involved data collection on on kids. So mm -hmm. you, they're they're collecting data on your children. So if you're okay with that, go for it. But that's weird to me, and that not only after they settled, uh, YouTube Kids was launched in, in 2015 and continued to kind of like find loopholes and and continue to advertise to kids, um, even though that was part of the whole reason they were <laughs> under investigation. So it's a money, it's, it's about money. It's not about your children or providing them with quality. It's about how can we make money off your, off your kid. Yeah, you know who really cares about your kid? You, as parents. Mm -hmm. you, like that's why you need that's to be true. involved you don't need to be handing them off to a cell phone or a tablet or one of the mm -hmm. many apparatuses that we can watch things on don't make not your kids solely zombies. like right not by not itself solely, yeah i mean i have definitely let my my kid watch youtube videos there are videos that i've picked out and things like that. that's how i that's how this happened because i found <laughs> blippy y'all well, I yeah, I mean, I did, I did that this evening. I was cooking dinner, and I needed my kid to stay out of the kitchen while I was doing yeah. stuff with hot things. So I put on Cocoa Melon and let him, let him veg out a little bit. But not that was the only TV we had today. Don't worry. You don't have to explain. Remember, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're not here no, to judge how listeners I'm... use screen time with their children, especially in a, a, a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. But, but in general, like, just check out the pros and cons of YouTube and make sure you're aware yeah. of how this could impact your your kids' well-being. And also, I, I did... Oh, sorry to interrupt. I will make this quick. Okay. I did learn that PBS Kids is free on Fire It's Star. also free on Roku. Yeah. Yep. Free on Roku. We've got PBS Kids. No, never mind. We've got PBS Kids, uh, just the app. Yeah, exactly. App. Yep. Like on a phone or a computer, yeah. That's a hundred times better than YouTube, guys. They do have 100%. advertisements for other PBS programming sometimes, but it's like super low key, very rare. I, I will say, as I got, a, I managed to get a free subscription to YouTube, whatever it is, the thing where you can watch it without ads and you can like save and control it better for four months and it was fantastic and it is coming to an end soon and we're gonna not have any more youtube in this house because i can't go back i can't go back to to, 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 to commercials and the, the awful crap that mm. it shows on the kids stuff even the kids content has like just gross i mean the commercials aren't bad it's for kids toys and stuff but it's but for I cheap shit they don't need yeah my kid is at an age now where i worry that that will leave an impression and he will ask for those things so right for those of you who can, the YouTube subscription service where they you can actually get those ads cut out does, in fact, work. That's how they get you. <laughs> That's but, how they get but, you. But how long will it work until they figure out another way to make loopholes and add ads yes. into that and then make well, a I mean, new... Again, 
Again, there's also native advertising. I mean, the toy reveal stuff that's very popular with kids between the ages four and like seven, or maybe Which older. Is so I don't know. Sad. It's it's just native advertising. It's kids watching children on the internet open a toy, and then those mm-hmm. kids want to ask for that toy. That's all it is. It's not a show. It's not so. That's even if you get the the subscription and you don't have the ads. Ads you have that. I mean, on that note, just Jennifer, be careful, guys. This article uh, talks about the house research team found that only 4% of videos it looked at had a high educational value offering developmentally appropriate material. 4%. I want to know if Blippi was included in that. Like, I want to know where Blippi fell on their scale and what were the criteria. Um, uh, Can I offer one more, uh, one more alternative? So we've talked about in, in, instead of YouTube, if you, if you want to look for something that you is guaranteed not to, uh, (laughs) sell your kid something necessarily, um, or use your kid. I, well, I don't, I, I don't want to say that. I don't know for sure if they'll use your information or not, but so there's PBS kids, but then there's also, uh, this app called Hoopla and yes, it connects it. up with your library, your local library. So you use your library card. They have, they have a kid's so like you can toggle over to a kids only section. Oh, um, but, uh, my husband and I have used that quite a bit um, and because not only can you uh, the cool thing about that one is that you can check out titles but then you can also download them um, so that you can watch them offline so like on a long car trip um, if you need to have you know like a little screen time in the car uh, you can check something out like we've checked out something Sesame Street or there's a lot of different things they've got a, a movie version of Oh, what's that really famous? Chicka Chicka Boom Boom and all these Ooh. other books. The They've animated some of them. Um, so that's really cool. And you can check them out and then download them and watch them offline. And you get those for, I think, up to two weeks. They will stay on your device. So that's another really cool resource to use. And it's it's free. Yes, I have that on my phone. Plus, it's just a really great place to get audiobooks for free from your library. For I was Yes. I mean, they also have audiobooks for kids, but I, I was unaware of the uh, animation stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. I'm excited. Yeah, it's, I, it's I really, really cool. like Hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking into it right now. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's, it's kind of changed our, uh, you know, when we have to go on a really long trip to visit it, visit my husband's folks. Um, it's like six to seven hours in the car and she didn't, she used to sleep through most of that and we haven't, you know, this like past year, we haven't been going anywhere. So I'm kind of like, okay, we've got to have this tablet all juiced up. We've got to have it, uh, downloaded with a bunch of Sesame street shit <laughs> and, and Rafi songs and we'll be good to go. Cause it's also CDs. You can download like whole CDs. Anything that you could get your... digitally from your library, probably I would imagine. Yep. That's, That's pretty awesome. cool. Well, guys, this has been another episode. I think it's time to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. This was our scandal episode. Our scandal that wasn't a scandal episode. <laughs> yeah, it's not so scandalous. Or not so scandalous episode. <laughs> right. Um, but stay tuned and we'll keep you guys updated. Jesse, you want to tune us out? Play us out. John, just let her go as long as she can. I stop. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs>